Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Good morning. This is Karen and I am your reader today. Today is Thursday, January the 18th which is also the 8th of Shivat on the Hebrew calendar. Our parasha, or Torah portion this week, is called Bo, which means come. And today our reading is going to be in Exodus, or Shemot, chapter 12, verses 21 through 28. But before we get started, let's take this time together to bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Then Moshe called for all the elders of Israel and said to them, Go, select lambs for your families and slaughter the Pesach lamb. You are to take a bundle of hyssop, dip it in the blood that is in the basin, and apply it to the crossbeam and two doorposts with the blood from the basin. None of you shall go out of his house until morning. The Lord will pass through to strike down the Egyptians. But when he sees the blood on the crossbeam and the two doorposts, The Lord will pass over that door and will not allow the destroyer to come into your houses to strike you down. Also, you are to observe this event as an eternal ordinance for you and your children. When you come into the land which the Lord will give you, as he promised, you are to keep this ceremony. Now when it happens that your children ask you, What does this ceremony mean to you? You are to say, It is the sacrifice of the Lord's Pesach, because he passed over the house of Bnei Yisrael in Egypt when he struck down the Egyptians, but spared our households. So the people bowed their heads and worshipped. Then Bnei Yisrael went and did it. They did just as the Lord had commanded Moshe and Aharon. That was Exodus, or Shemot, chapter 12, verses 21 through 28. And now I'll read from the section from the Nevi'im, or the Prophets, 
which today is 2 Samuel 23. Now these are the last words of David, the utterance of David, son of Ishai, the utterance of the man raised on high, the anointed of the Lord of Yaakov, and the sweet singer of Israel. The Ruach of the Lord has spoken through me, and his word is on my tongue. The God of Israel has said, The Rock of Israel has spoken to me, he who ruled over men righteously, he who rules in the fear of the Lord. He is like the lightning of the morning when the sun rises, a cloudless morning of glistening as grass springs from the earth. Is it not true that my house is with the Lord? For he made an everlasting covenant with me, ordered and secured in all things. Will he not make all my salvation and every desire come to fruition? But the worthless, all of them, will be thrust aside like thorns, for they cannot be picked up by hand. But the man who touches them must be armed with iron and the shaft of a spear. They must be completely burnt up with fire on the spot. These are the names of the mighty men whom David had. Yoshev Bashabeth, a Tachaminot, a chief of the captains. He wielded his spear against eight hundred and slew them in one encounter. Next to him was Eliezer, son of Dodo, son of Ahiite, one of the three mighty men with David, when they defeated the Philistines, who were gathered there to battle. The men of Israel retreated, but he stood his ground and struck down the Philistines until his hand became so weary and stuck to the sword. So the Lord brought about a great victory that day, and the people returned after him only to strip the slain. Next to him was Shammah, son of Agi, the Herite. Now the Philistines were assembled in formation, where there was a plot of ground full of lintels, and the people fled from the Philistines. But he took his stand in the midst of the plot, and defended it, and struck down the Philistines. So the Lord brought about a great victory. Once the three of the thirty chiefs went down and came to David at the cave of Adullam, during the harvest, while a troop of Philistines was campaigning in the valley of Raphaim. David was then in the stronghold, while the garrison of the Philistines was in Bethlehem. David said longingly, Who would get me water to drink from the well which is by the gate in Bethlehem? So the three mighty men broke through the Philistine lines, drew water from the well of Bethlehem by the gate, took it, and brought it to David. However, he would not drink it, but poured it out to the Lord. He said, Far be it from me, O Lord, that I should do this, the blood of the men who went in jeopardy of their lives. So he would not drink it. These things the three mighty men did. Now Abishai, the brother of Yoav, son of Zeruai, the chief of the thirty, once he wielded his spear against three hundred and killed them. 
He had a reputation among the three. He was the most honored of the three. So he was made their commander. However, he did not become one of the three. Then there was Benaiah, son of Yehoiada, son of a valiant man from Kabizid, who had done mighty deeds. He killed the two from Ariel of Moab. Once on a snowy day, he went down and killed the lion in the midst of a pit. He also killed an Egyptian, an impressive man. The Egyptian had a spear in his hand, but Benaiah went down to him with a staff, snatched the spear from the Egyptian's hand, and killed him with his own spear. These sort of things Benaiah son of Yehoiada did, so that he had a name as famous as that of the three mighty men. He was most honorable among the thirty, but he attained not to the first three. So David set him over his guard. Asael, brother of Yoab, was one of the thirty. Also Elihana, son of Dodo of Bethlehem. Shema, the Herodite. Elka, the Herodite. Helez, the Paltite. Ira, son of Ikish, the Tekoite. Avizel, the Anathothite. Mebunai, the Hushithite, Zalumun, the Ahoite, Mahari, the Notophilthite, Helev, son of Baana, the Nethophilthite, Itai, son of Levi, of Gibeah, of the children of Benjamin, Maniah, a Parathonite, Hidai, from the Wadis of Gaash, Abi Albon, the Arbathite, Asmovet, the Bahumite, Eliaba, the Sha'abonite, of the sons of Yeshen, the Haraite, Ahiam, son of Sha'ar, the Araite, Eliphelet, son of Aspai, son of the Maakathite, the Gileanite, Hezrai, the Carmelite, Paarai, the Arbite, Egal, son of Natan, of Zubah, Bani, the Gadiite, Zelek, the Ammonite, Nahariah, the Be'erothite, armor-bearer to Yoav, son of Zeruiah, Ira, the Etherite, Garev, the Etherite, and Uriah, the Hittite. 37 in all. That was Second Samuel, chapter 23. And now in our reading in the Ketuvim, or the writings, we are reading Psalms, or Tehillim, chapter 90. A Prayer of Moshe, the Man of God My Lord, you have been our dwelling from generation to generation. Before the mountains were born, or you gave birth to the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting. You are God. You turn mankind back to dust, saying, Return, children of Adam, for a thousand years in your sight are like a day just passing by, or like a watch in the night. You sweep them away in their sleep. In the morning they are like sprouting grass. In the morning it flourishes and springs up. By evening it withers and dries up. 
for we are consumed by your anger and terrified by your wrath. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. For all our days have passed away under your wrath. We spend our years like a sigh. The span of our years is seventy, or with strength eighty. Yet at best they are trouble and sorrow. For they are soon gone, and we fly away. Who knows the power of your anger? Your fury leads to awe of you. So teach us to number our days, so that we may get a heart of wisdom. Relent, O Lord, how long? Have compassion on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your love, so we may sing for joy and be glad all our days. Gladden us for many days as you have humbled us. As many years as we have seen misery, let your work appear to your servants and your splendor on their children. Let the favor of the Lord our God be upon us. Establish the work of your hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. That was Psalms chapter 90. And now in our reading in the Apostolic Writings, we are going to be reading from Luke chapter 15. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were drawing near to hear Yeshua. The Pharisees and the Torah scholars began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told this parable to them, saying, Which man among you, if he has a hundred sheep and loses one of them, will not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the lost one until he finds it? When he has found it, he puts it on his shoulder, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors and says, Rejoice with me, for I found my sheep that I was lost. I tell you, in the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one repenting sinner than over the ninety-nine righteous people who have no need for repentance. Or which woman, if she has ten silver coins and loses one coin, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search thoroughly until she finds it? When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I found the coin I lost. In the same way, I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Then Yeshua said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to the father, Father, give me the share of the property that comes to me. So he divided his wealth between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered everything and traveled to a far country. There he squandered his inheritance on wild living. Now when he had spent everything, a severe famine came against the country, and he began to be in need. So he went and joined himself to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into his field to feed pigs. He was longing to be filled up on the carob pods the pigs were eating, but no one was giving him any. But when he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired workers have food overflowing? 
but here I am dying of hunger. I'll get up and go to my father, and I'll say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your presence. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired workers. And he got up and went to his own father. But while he was still far away, his father saw him and felt compassion. He ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Then the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your presence. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his slaves, Quick, bring out the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's celebrate with a feast. For this son of mine was dead and has come back to life. He was lost and is found. Then they began to celebrate. Now his older son was out in the field, and as he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called out to one of the servants and began to ask what these things could be. The servant said to him, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fattened calf, because he got him back safe and sound. But the older son was angry and didn't want to go in. So his father came outside and pleaded with him. But he answered and said to his father, Look, so many years I've slaved away for you. Not once did I ignore your order. Yet you've never given me a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came, the one who was squandering your wealth with prostitutes, for him you killed the fattened calf. Then the father said to him, Son, you are always with me, and everything that is mine is yours. But it was right to celebrate and rejoice, because this brother of yours was dead, but has come back to life. He was lost, but is found. That was Luke chapter 15. For those of you that are going through the Brit Hadashah twice this year, the extra reading for today is Philippians chapter 4. May the word of the Lord truly bless you this day, busy moms. And until next time, this is Karen from Israel wishing you shalom and a beautiful day. Thank you.